Oh do, it's all new Borrowed Who, the Meandering Biography Podcast, hosted by two fresh Joshes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. Um, I may be sounding different this week. <laughs> it's not it's not sounding great. Um, yeah. Hello, I I'm Josh Hooten. I am the host who's getting jiggy with it, and next to me is Josh, the host who is uh, switching it up. Oh, yes, beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, hello, welcome back for our second episode of the new year. I've done something to my voice. It's cracking, it's all over the place, so this is going to be a, a delightful, ordinary journey for everyone who's partaking. Yeah, it's like having Tom Waits in the room, <laughs> what I say. But with far less talent. <laughs> yes, so we're going to endeavour through it. Hopefully, if my voice if my voice goes, I'll just smile and nod, which is yeah, not great for a podcast, really. But it's all right. We'll um, I'll I'll relay it. I'll be like an audio describer. You'd be my like speaking spell. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd be. That's what I'd be. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I could do my I'll do my Stephen Hawkins impression, and we'll have a great time. Yeah. So, um, well, welcome to this podcast. <laughs> if you haven't been here before, or even if you have, I'm going to refresh you on what we do here. <laughs> We uh, take Re- a... Refresh them, are you? Refresh them, Like yeah. a glass of Fanta. <laughs> Not a I, think it, I was trying to, get, trying to get more fresh in there. You oh, see. I get it. Oh. Um, so each week we take someone, uh, an actor or an actress, who has been uh, in the news recently, or rather has undertaken a recent project. We take a look back at their life, their previous projects, and then if you join us on our uh, social medias you will see our review of their latest project project yes yes um we obviously last week we dropped out the review for seaberg we did it the same mm-hmm. week um and then i over promised what i could deliver um so i think we're changing it slightly it's going to be this episode will come out and then the following week you'll get the review for the most recent film and there'll be two tweets in the week as well so yes. we're not despairing we'll still be around obviously we want the conversation the discussion the involvement it's a, it's a lot to run on a two man team <laughs> yeah working jobs yeah. and being people you know it's it's one of those awful things but yes so we're back we got this josh is doing the report this week i am for the first time in four episodes god a long time yeah you managed to shirk your responsibility and get I did. your partner to do it i did well i had i had i had uh, i had a couple cooking but we'll uh, yeah, yeah yeah um but yes, we obviously, last week, we left some sugar crumb morsels yes. for you to work out. And by we, I mean, Jones left a lot of them because I was struggling to come up with anything. But yeah, mine were... <laughs> going off mine was, was like going off, you know, not very sugary sugar crumbs. They were appalling. No, they were stale. They, <laughs> they, were, stale. Stale. they were basically croutons left in mud. We weren't, <laughs> they weren't the best things. Um, but yeah, what sort of clues did we leave? We, um, I think Hitch was in there. Hitch was there. You definitely said you were a legend at some point. Yeah. Um, I think... Man, there was, there was plenty you could have thrown in there, really, think about it. Something about happiness. There Probably. was definitely happiness in there. Um, we put fresh in there as well. Did you put After Earth in there? I think we did. And, <laughs> get, and getting jiggy with it, we did put in there as well. So, if you hadn't guessed already, our, uh, our person this week, who yeah. I am doing a, a lovely report on... Is the dear old Mahandas Gandhi? Yeah, exactly. 
It's Will Smith. What, why Gandhi? Why was that the <laughs> go-to? I don't know, yeah. You could have gone for Ali or something. But. I could have, yeah. <laughs> I, Mahatma Gandhi. Yes, it's Will Smith. Will yeah, Smith. Will Smith. The man, the myth, the, the legend. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like, sorry, do, you know, going to him. Yeah, do you know much about Will Smith? Or? I, I don't... I, I thought I knew bits about Will Smith. Um, but they've been debunked. Yeah, since we've had a chat about <laughs> it. So I... I we'll, we'll all hear about it. But in my mind, he's a Scientologist. He went bankrupt at some point. He's got two kids who did, are yeah. living off the family name. And... Oh, I don't know. And he's... Um, I thought you quite liked Jaden's albums. Eris yeah, and Sire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but acting wise, living off their bare oh, yeah. back. And yeah, I don't know I don't know a huge amount about him. Mm. I know Do you know what um, he has a lovely by voice. any chance where, where he was born? Or <laughs> born and raised where, by any West chance? It, yeah. it was. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into it. Will Smith. Um so Will Smith is born on uh, 25th of September, 1968, um, in Philadelphia. 1968, so he's... 52? 42. No, no 52. Fuck me. God, he looks good for his Jesus, age, doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, like, so in... Black don't crack, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Judge. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so he was born in... Philadelphia to Caroline Bright, a school board administrator, and Willard Carroll Smith Sr. Uh, he is a US Air Force veteran and refrigeration engineer. <laughs> they go hand in hand those jobs really. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. Gotta gotta keep a cool head in both. <laughs> oh <laughs> Yes, yeah. Uh, I didn't, I... <laughs> Um, his parents separated when he was 13, um, but didn't actually divorce until two, the year 2000, so... Ah, oh, so they broke they up, just lived broke apart, up, yeah, just... and just got on with their lives, I guess. Um, yeah, so... It's quite common, that, I think, really, isn't it? It's just like, break up, but, you know, it's... It's a lot of money to get divorced. It's a lot of money, it's a lot of hassle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Unless you, like, need it. And maybe one of them was getting remarried or something. Probably something along those lines, yeah. Um, so... West Philadelphia. He's born and raised a Baptist. You just want to get into the lyrics, I'm, don't you? I'm getting born and raised in here all Every over the time. shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has an elder sister named Pamela and two younger siblings who are twins, Harry and Ellen. Um, I assume they're not identical then. No, probably not. <laughs> you can have identical. They can't have different opposite. genders. Can you not? No. Because identical comes from the same egg and it's split, so they've got the same DNA. Oh. So they have to be two fruit fraternals, yeah. they're two separate right. eggs. Well, there you go. That's what it is. Look at that. You, you learn something new yeah. every day. Um, so he was very good in school. Very good in school. Yeah, he had quite high SATs. and um, it's what, been. Did it say what his SAT score was? No, it says it was high. Probably better than me. I'm gonna yeah. say. <laughs> My SATs um, were not good. <laughs> he... It's been right, widely reported that he actually turned down a scholarship to attend MIT, um, but by his account, he says he never uh, applied to college even because he wanted to rap. Um, he was, however, admitted to a pre-engineering summer program at MIT, uh, but he didn't attend it. Uh, he said his mother, who mm -hmm. worked for um, 
the school board of Philadelphia had a friend who was in the admissions for MIT and he was like in by his account he said I had pretty high SAT scores and they needed black kids so I probably could have gotten in but I had no intention of going to college see it doesn't surprise me that he's a smart guy he comes across yeah as a smart person yeah um, definitely there's something there's just you know you know when you see people you go ah there's an intelligence in them as well you can <laughs> You don't get that all the time. Yeah. But for him, there's something there, like, he's always thinking... I mean, not the best rapper, but I'm sure we'll find out that he actually is. Oh, well, but and we, we are... Funny you should say it, because we're literally about to get into that. So, he started so, as... Sorry, the, just, just before we go there. So, at no point in, like, young life, he was doing any acting or anything in school? or anything. Nothing like that, that I could find. It really seemed like something that just... Happened. Sort of happened, because his parents weren't in it... As we've seen with yeah. a lot of people on this podcast, there's a lot of parental push or pull I, in the business, isn't there? But then again, I'm not fully, I'm not surprised there's no like parental push and pull. I think if you think about the era that he's born in, the ethnicity oh, yeah. that he is, it's just it, in Philly the, as well. It's not even like yeah. in LA or something. And there's also no there's no not very much diversity in film no. back then either. Okay, so um, he started as the MC of the hip hop duo. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Um, he did it with his childhood friend Jeffrey, DJ Jazzy Jeff Towns, um, and he was a turntablist and producer. Um, Towns were introduced to each other by chance in the rapper. No, the, the circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, in 1985, um, Towns was performing at a house party that Smith was. Um, uh, attending because it was a few doors down from his house and he was missing his hype man so Smith decided to step in they got on so well that when his hype man actually turned up he was disappointed that like Will had to rejoin the party good god can you imagine yeah. how bad do you feel as a hype man that there's a random guy that's doing a better job of hyping up the man oh. um, I think I'd be a good hype man yeah probably you shout a lot I shout a lot. I can get, I can get crowds that sing Kumbaya whilst we're waiting to go into clubs. Yeah, I can do that. You can get in a whole emo crowd. Yeah, I get a whole emo crowd that sing Kumbaya. Um, so after this, they decided to actually um, join and become a duo. Uh, the Philadelphia-based World Up Records released their first single in late 1985. So that makes him 17. So is this their own? This point. Is this his own label? Is it? No, no, no. This, so this is a label that actually oh, so it produced, pr- it produced them. them. Okay. Yeah, so clearly they were seen as talent like from the get-go because it takes a lot for a label to sign that quickly. Yeah, I mean, it also helps. I think 85, really, this is where we're getting a lot of rap coming through mm. as well. And they obviously see, oh, there's a cash here. They're just signing, they're signing millions of acts as well, aren't they? Yeah. You, you, one's going to stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was... Uh, their single, Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble, a tale of funny misadventures that landed Smith and his former DJ and rap partner, Lord Supreme, in trouble. <laughs> That's good. God, like, <laughs> people make fun of wrestlers for their names, but if you look back at early rap, it's the just Fresh as bad, Prince and Lord Supreme getting in girl trouble. With Jazzy, <laughs> Jazzy Jeff down the line. They did, however, get in uh, trouble because this song sampled the theme song of I Dream of uh, Genie. Genie. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Smith, after this, became known for his uh, light-hearted storytelling raps, his profanity-free style, and his sort of, you know, his like. It was quite PC. It was. It was. It was all. It was family-friendly rap, but clearly still sold. So it's an interesting end, considering this is what this is just a few years before NWA released. A bitch is a bitch. <laughs> yes, it's yeah, it's different. To, but then again, I think as well at at the time as well, there was a lot more. I suppose family friendly rap because it was in its infancy. It wasn't necessarily yeah, focusing it was, on. It was it, coming out more of the sort of funk was, era. So straight out of Compton was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. It was. It was the fuel for the early days of rap was from that black funk soul yeah. movement and adding a beat to it so you know you think about a lot of funk and soul songs they're not really aggressive no, they're not so it makes sense it's more normally embracing life doing different things yourself or yeah exactly but then also it's different areas isn't it because obviously you think about um, NWA as you mm. said that's Compton mm. very different upbringing to I think Philadelphia yeah. as a whole yeah fair um, so he the single became a hit um, a month before he graduated high school. So he hadn't even graduated high school <laughs> and he already had like a single that was produced by a label and was regarded as a successful song. God, I'm wasting my life. I know, isn't it? <laughs> um, so they were then brought to the attention of Jive Records um, and they then released with them their first album, Rock the House. Um, they received the Grammy Award for the best rap performance in 1989 for Parents Just Don't Understand, although their most successful single was Summertime in 1991, which earned the group their second Grammy and peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, so this was happening as Fresh Prince was about to come... Because 1989, yeah. yeah, so he just had the crossover at that point. Yeah, but so this was still when he was... Uh, the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazz Jesse and Jeff. Jeff yeah. um, so they have since remained friends. They both say that the ba- the group never split up and Jazzy Jeff still produces the records that go out under the name Just Will Smith. Oh, right. Yeah, so they're still... They work together, but it's just no longer the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. It's, it's just Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah, because they thought it was better branding. Um, well, you got to, haven't you? You don't want to go... If you've got someone's name like Will Smith who's doing everything, you go, yeah, we'll just sell under this one name. Yeah. So this brings us to 1988. And um, around this time, Smith decided to spend a lot of money and not worry about any any income tax. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Internal Revenue Service eventually assessed a 2.8 million tax debt against Smith. Took Many of his possessions and uh, garnished his income. God, this ha- this happens more and more, doesn't it? Yeah. So very, very Wesley Snipes so far. Wasn't it? <laughs> so um, Smith was uh, really struggling in 1990, and this was when the NBC Television Network signed him to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's because uh, I knew he'd gone bankrupt, but for, so in my mind, it was post. No, no, I, I, oh. thought he, I thought he wanted to make this TV series go 
and he'd invested a lot of money into it and lost it and went oh no he, he just blew all his money <laughs> can you imagine being declared bankrupt by the age of 20 <laughs> he was he was 20, 22 that's living um, that's living life that is um I say yeah, that, so I, I, I'm, I was pretty much bankrupt I think at <laughs> that age of uh, being a student yeah I was going to say that, yeah <laughs> but I don't have the luxury of having you didn't so have, much you money. didn't have 2.8 million to <laughs> go bankrupt with <laughs> no that's the issue um, obviously the show was an absolute hit um, it's it's iconic everyone knows the theme song no everyone knows part of the theme song when they do yeah. the extended edition no one yeah, knows yeah but that's the same for <laughs> the Remem Bandits and what yeah. stuff isn't it the Rembrandts. Mm. <laughs> the Remember Bandits. Yes, the Remember Bandits. <laughs> That's the one. You I mean the Rembrandts, Rembrandts from uh, Rembrandts. Rembrandts. Yes, I can't say it right. <laughs> Rembrandts. Yeah, them. The Remember Bandits. Yeah, so Fresh Prince. Um, <laughs> Have you got some facts about Fresh Prince for me? Because did, uh, did, did, did you watch Fresh Prince? No, not when it was coming out or anything like that. I have seen Fresh Prince. It's... I mean, ov- obviously... You've got the whole Carlton thing. There's the dance, the dance and yeah, which is back in not unusual and all that. And then um, guy who plays his uncle in it. Yeah, there's Shredder. Yeah, um, those pa- they have like a few classic scenes. Don't he they? passed away a few years ago as well, didn't he? Yeah, relatively recently. It was yeah, three. Mind you, we keep saying this. We found when we were talking about uh, Tracy Coleman, we're like, oh, he passed away recently. And turned out it was ten years ago. So yes, maybe Gary Coleman. Yeah, Tracy Morgan and Gary Coleman <laughs> mixed together. Um, yeah, but yeah, they. So it's. I don't know. This 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 show is. I think it missed me. If I'm honest, it missed me as well. It missed me. I, I watched the odd episode here and there, mm. but I wasn't really invested in it or. Bear in mind, this, this started in 1990. Neither of us were born. No, we weren't. Um, I went back and watched a couple of episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Does it hold? I think <laughs> what he's wearing in them <laughs> is phenomenal. Um, I think it's still got... Because a lot of it's got a political overtone and stuff like mm. that. Um, it's still one, quite relevant. One of the ones I watched was uh, Season 1, Episode 6, The Mistake, Mistaken Identity, mm-hmm. where obviously they're in a rich family, they their parents were going down to a residential house somewhere and they were flying there via helicopter with these white people who were also partners of the firm yeah. and they had Carlton and Will, Will drive the car down. The car gets stopped because they're driving slowly. They just assume that they've stolen the car and it's the idea that Carlton can't understand why he's being stopped mm. and he's sure that the reason he was stopped was because they were driving too slowly not because it's two black guys in a rich mm. in a posh car. So it's still got the notes that need to be there in yeah. society. I don't. I still think it's funny in places as well, and there are some great scenes like ones that everyone knows of. How are we so rich? We can't even afford a roof, and they look up and there's just the top of the set. Yeah. So it's just breaking the fourth wall here and there, which I think is pretty good. Yeah, it was a clever show, and as you, as you said about the the name choosing. Oh yeah, where they were told they could have their own names. Well, they were told they could choose whatever name you want yeah. because you will be remembered as it for the rest of your life. I'll take Will Smith then. Alfonso Rivera goes Carlton and now he's stuck with it yeah um, so Smith decided you know this was his big break he saw it was he went this is going to be me and he said he set himself the personal goal of becoming and I quote the biggest movie star in the world I mean this guy doesn't name small does he no 
You could go to MIT, you know what, I'm going to rap. <laughs> like, he's, I mean, he's driven. That's, that's it, I, I don't think I know, there's not many people who you can say are that driven. No. That's well, you literally you pass up what is regarded as, like, what, the second best after Harvard uni in the world? Depending on what you're going for, yeah. it could be it could and, the best, yeah. And, and you go, no, I'm just, I'm going to rap. <laughs> like, it's crazy, isn't it, to think mm. that you have that sort of option, that ability. But yeah, again, it's driven, isn't it? It's work ethic and things like that, which is why you see a lot of people where they are. Mm. Um, jumping back a bit, sorry, I've, I've realised in my notes I've, uh, I've mis- misplaced a couple of uh, That's right. key dates. In 1989, Smith was actually arrested Ooh. on an al- alleged assault on his record promoter. Um, all charges have since been dismissed, but um, yeah, it was there was like evidence linking to it and stuff, which shocked me like a lot because yeah. Will Smith very much does not seem like the like an aggressive person ever. I don't think I've ever seen him gone. Yeah, he seems like an amiable guy. He seems like a guy that's quite amicable with people. Works mm. around, but. Again, as we said, he's driven. He's probably very passionate and knows what he wants. Mm. So if something's not going his own way, I reckon mm. you can see that. And also, he's young. It might have just been a push or something. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's young. And the record producer wants to make a point about it. Mm. You never know. Um, so, in 1992, Smith married Cherie Zampino. What a great name. I had no idea about this. Um, and they had a son called Willard Carroll Trey, for like his, as his nickname, Smith the Third. So, sorry, did you know this? Will, Will Smith's full Willard. name is Willard, not like William. Yeah, I didn't um, know that, but... So, his firstborn son is the one who has Take carried the name. the name from his, like, Will Smith and yeah. Will Smith's dad. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't get the money, but he's still got the heritage. <laughs> <laughs> and he was born in uh, on November the 11th in 1992... Um, and Smith and Cherie divorced in 1995. See, I, I had no idea that he was married mm. previously. I always thought he was with yeah, just one as person. as did I, and I had no idea I had another kid. No, I had However, no it turns out this kid has been in um, music videos with him and stuff. He's still, like, it's not like this kid is now estranged and he doesn't associate. Yeah. They, it's still his dad, you know? It's just um, like limelight. Like, I mean, yeah. The thing is, if you're not showing up in a white Batman outfit, are you going to get the same amount of attention? Um, yeah, so now we get on to the point where Will Smith started getting you know, big roles yeah. in, in films, not mm-hmm. so much TV shows. Um, his first, regarded as his first major role, was the drama Six Degrees of Separation. Have you seen that? He put, I know of it, I haven't seen it. It's, he's like a, I haven't seen it. He pretends to be someone's nephew or something like that because he has got links. He's aware of him. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I think it's things like that, that six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I think it's all it's, it's partly linked uh, okay. to this as well. Um, so that was in 1993, and then uh, he, had, he only had one film before that, didn't he? It was like one bit where he's like a scene in the background. He's like a scene. Yeah, you're saying with, you've seen this. Yeah, where he's got like no legs. He's in a wheelchair. But yeah. Nothing. But his his big break. The you know the big grossing film that mm. went on to shoot him off into the film limelight was uh, the Michael Bay directed Bad Boys. I honestly can't believe it's that early in his career. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. Were there any between ninety two and ninety five? Uh, 
Um, yeah, I believe there was one or two, but they... I know it sounds silly to say they aren't of note, but they didn't seem, you know, enough, as I'll... impactful on his career as these are. Because obviously the... the we, we were talking about this as beforehand as well. Really, he's only done about 34 films or mm. something along those lines. Yeah. But the problem is, you look at his IMDb, and there's loads of films in there, mm-hmm. because... He's putting all his music videos, he's putting everything like that, hasn't he? Yeah. Which makes it much more difficult. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so it's 81 acting credits, when we know far less. So, um, Bad Boys, uh, obviously stars opposite Martin Lawrence, directed by Michael Bay. Um, the film grossed $141.4 million worldwide. That's impressive. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, it did really well financially however it was absolutely panned by critics there was actually no films between Six Degrees and Boys no he just obviously he still in Will Smith um, in Fresh Prince because that ended in 96 Mm. but yeah I was I'm not surprised it's panned by critics I rewatched it this this build up Mm. because obviously we're talking about a film that he's brought out soon Um, I I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable it's a very Michael Bay film. Yeah. Explosions, guys driving around, yeah. women scantily dressed. I I enjoyed it. It's an enjoyable film. I wouldn't I wouldn't ever say it was a like a good film, you know, like a well well made. It's not winning any Oscars. If I I wouldn't be pushing people to watch it like a Nick Frost in Hot Fuzz. No. <laughs> that's well, that's Bad Boys 2. Is that I, Yeah, we will talk about <laughs> Bad Boys 2, but I feel like that yeah. one is better. I, I do like. That. Oh, do you think? Yeah, I like that Mike Lowry. <laughs> Just like, trying to get the Lowry bit, the, he's pretending to be him. Yeah, I do, and I like that. That's I, quite a. It's it's a funny, continuing yeah. theme in that first one, but um, Bad Boys Two is actually regarded as the better film. As I think it, were. it is. I think it's a better film, um, but I think I enjoy the first one more. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, nineteen ninety six, um, he was part of. Uh, Roland Emmerich's Independence Day, which uh, was a huge, huge success. It is the, or sorry, at the time, it was the second highest grossing film in history. Is that behind Gone with the Wind? Or is it not adjusted for inflation? Ooh, I don't know. I just saw this fact. (laughs) Because obviously Titanic comes out the year later, so it's not Titanic Mm. that's ahead of it. Um, It might be Gone with the Wind, but it might. But is that grossing, or is that just... That's what I try to work out. Because highest earning is gone with the win for inflation, isn't it? But, yeah, yeah. Because but... it's just by that, yeah. But what? But did it gross that much more? Does that make because, sense? Yeah, no, I get what you're trying to say. It's hard, um, I'm not sure. But yeah, so in... Independence Day is one of those iconic films as well. It's got so many iconic scenes in it. It's a shame it's Roland Emmerich because I absolutely hate that man. Mm. I don't value his work at all. (laughs) This is probably the only film of his that I think. I really like Independence Day. That's why I mean it's the only film of his I actually think is good. I don't like anything else he's really done. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the the shot of the White House blowing up. Oh, iconic! Absolutely. And Will Smith is really good in this film. Yeah, he is really enjoyable. Um, With Goldblum. So he, the next year, 1997, he married Jada Plinkett. Um, together they have two children, uh, Jaden Christopher Sire Smith. Yeah, yeah. That's why his album's called Sire. And I had no idea. And Sire backwards. Yeah, there is. <laughs> um, 
and uh, Willow Camille Rain Smith. So, you know, mum's called Jada, called her Jayden, son yeah. Jaden, and dad's called Will. Will Willow. Calling Willow. Yeah, it's um, who, lovely bit of Who nepotism. actually has a an acting credit. His daughter. Yeah, I am legend. In I am legend, yes, plays his daughter. <laughs> you thought you were going to get me with that one? I did. <laughs> I did. Um, so, nineteen ninety seven brings us to the first film that we have watched. Um, yes. Gone out of our way to watch, uh, which is the uh, starring alongside Tommy B. Jones in Men in Black. So far, I've, I've, so far, all of his lead films that he's been in, I've seen. So <laughs> it's going very well. So, so, do you want to do you want to do this as a film in a minute? Yeah, we can do film in a minute. Right, turn to start. Uh, I'm glad whatever. Yeah, just jump on now. Yeah, go. We start um, in America, down south from Mexico border, we're looking at the idea of what illegal aliens are, then it's switched in our head and turned out aliens are among us. Will Smith is then caught running a street chasing someone who then blinks with two sets of eyelids, not both eyelids once, two sets of eyelids. That person is an alien, he then is discovered to be, uh, that there are aliens among us because Tommy Lee Jones gets involved with him uh, and shows in this thing. He then wipes his memory and tells him to come to practice the train, he does so, he becomes an agent. During all this time, there is also another alien called the Bug that's come to basically wipe out the universe, which is why he's in for that, because we kill bugs. And it's the story of Will Smith and Tony Lee Jones being this sort of buddy cop that don't work together as they grow stronger to become his replacement at the end. Yeah. Just under a minute. Yeah, that was 50 seconds. Yeah. Um, It took me a while to start. I couldn't think where to start, and so I started at the beginning. So, (laughs) Men in Black... Do you like this film? I like Men in Black. I th- I think it's good fun. I yeah. remember when it came out. Really enjoyed it then. I really like Tommy Lee Jones in this. I really like Will Smith in this. I think they work really well together. Mm. Rip Torn is in it as well. Does a lovely yeah. job. And I like Rip Torn. He sounds a lot like John Goodman, I've realised, after this one. They've got a very similar... Yeah, I see that. Go to him. I think it's a good film. I... I would say it's a great film. It's one mm. of the best films ever made, but it's good fun. Mm. It's the same way like Bad Boys. You go... It's a good film. It's not a great film, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. Um, I really, I really like. There's a lot of good moments in this film. It's mm. quite fun. like obviously the first time he shoots, noise cricket. Oh, when he shoots his cricket for the first time, yeah. and it flies backwards yeah. through, screaming as he hits the car. No, first time he's in the shop, isn't he? he breaks mm, all the yeah. windows. The Which is absolute he's... classic. The I mean the tr- the training where he ends up shooting. The oh, the girl. <laughs> what, what's it, why did you shoot him? Uh, sorry, sir, I hesitated. Now, why did you shoot this little girl? It's, it's the breakdown, isn't it? Yeah. Goes, well, I saw this guy, this snarling guy over here, and I realised he's just got a tissue in hand. Maybe he's just got allergies. He's <laughs> sneezing. This guy up here, why is he hanging from? Oh, he's just working out. And I see a little white girl in the ghetto in the middle of the night with quantum mechanics. Work well outside. <laughs> and as he walks away, it's the turn to everyone. Nice shot, though, wasn't it? <laughs> nice shot. It's just none of them gelling with him. It's so th- good. He comes in real cocky in this. Yeah. He plays it so well. It's a different sort of cocky to Fresh Prince. Mm. Again, it's different cocky to uh, Bad Boys. At this point, he's sort of been that cocky, he can do anything sort of guy. Yeah. He doesn't play by the rules. He dresses horribly in this before he gets a suit as well. Oh, yeah. But he looks good in the suit. Oh, he does. Uh, 
the difference between this, you and me is that I'm pulling this off is one of the lines to yeah. Tommy Lee isn't it yeah he and the I think the bad guy in this is good like in, the actual creation of him the the way he, the body decays I know I said this to you I didn't realise that was Vincent D'Onofrio who? Vincent D'Onofrio the guy from Full Metal Jacket with the bald head he's also in oh my god is it? yeah and he's also the same guy from the Avengers as Kingpin you know, Kingpin from the uh, not not very. Oh my defenders. god, that's that's. Vincent I didn't Dinofer even put well. that as being the guy from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he Christ. just he looks so different. Everything. Yeah, God, I didn't even it didn't click. I've no. just literally seen it on IMDb because he's yeah. very good in it. Mm. He's so. It's his little like where he sort of has to hinge his jaw back in and yeah. stuff. Is like your yeah, skin's hanging off your bones. Yeah, better, <laughs> better no. <laughs> it's it's real campy. It's real fun. It's yeah, it is. Who, who, sorry, who directed this? I oh, know I should I should know um, this as I did. Barry Sonnefield. Oh. You know Barry Sonnefield? No, <laughs> go on. Done Wild Wild West? Oh he's producer from Wild Wild West. He hasn't done he hasn't he seems to be his big things directing wise in the Men in Black mm. series. Um But it's such a it's quite it's a really unique series. Oh, he also directed um most recently a couple of episodes for a series of unfortunate events. Oh, fair. It's you know, this I I I feel like this is what dear old R.I.P.D. aspired to be. <laughs> it is, it's, and it just didn't, yeah, R.I.P.D. didn't capture it. It's a magic, it's almost like yeah. you're, you buy into this world. Mm. It's like, it's like the throwaway comments going, like he's listening to Elvis in the car as they're driving all upside down, and he's like, don't you know that Elvis is, you should listen to more music, Elvis is dead, he goes, no, he isn't, he's just returned home. <laughs> and it's like, throwaway that, oh yeah, we're aware of these people, yeah. that's, we're all involved. I, it's good fun. I, the woman doesn't get much in this, to be honest. The female no. lead, unfortunately. Um, I don't even know, can't even remember who she is, um, actress-wise, but she just didn't get to do much. It just felt like, it, it was a vehicle for Will Smith and Tommy Lee, which is what it needed to be. It was a buddy cop, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, monetarily, you know, mm-hmm. fa- facts and figures-wise, um, this film uh, grossed Five hundred and eighty-nine million dollars against a ninety million dollars budget. So a success. So made five hundred percent on top of making back the initial hundred. Um, it sold um, fifty-four point six million tickets in the cinema in the US. Alone, that's, that's that impressive. Is insane, um, and it's. Considering the the tone of the film and the type of film, mm. critics love this film. Like it was, it was really yeah. well regarded. They said it's a great film, great humor, great concept, great execution, and great performances. There was the yeah, but this film had great reviews, but it's not. It, when you hear Men in Black, you don't think that it's something that critics would love. Yeah, but because nowadays you know they like the nuance, like I, drama and stuff I like get, that. But yeah. It's, but then again, you got to look at it uh, with critics as well. The ratings are always is it positive or is it negative? It's not down to yeah. like a, a rating, and it's hard to find the negatives yes. in this film. It's, totally. it's, it's very well put together. Even the bit with the talking pug is great. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> like, is good. Why, why do I like a talking pug? I don't know. I don't think the series, as we will go on, I don't think the series holds up to this first one. No, no, I agree. Um, so. 
during the summer of 1997, the year this came out, um, he Smith began his solo career with the release of the title track Men in Black, uh, which actually topped the singles charts in several regions, including the UK. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so Men in Black, uh, it was later included on his debut uh, solo album. Do you remember the title of this? Get jiggy with it. <laughs> big Willy style. Oh, big, it was Big Willy style. And I I miss him doing the songs to his films. He did a, He did do a lot of them. He did Wild Wild West, didn't yep. he? Um... Anything else he's done? I'll get onto Wild Wild West in a second. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, um, but... So the album itself reached the top 10 of the US Billboard 200 and has been certified nine times platinum. Uh, the third what? single... Yeah. The third single uh, from the album, Getting Jiggy With It, was Smith's first Billboard 100 number one when it was released in 1998. Um, the same year, he starred with alongside Gene Hackman in Enemy of the State. I didn't realise Enemy of the State was this old. Yeah, 98, yeah. It's... Really good though. Mm, um, you watched it. I watched this it. Week, didn't you? This is it. We're, we're going to go through. Turns out I've watched pretty much every yeah. Will Smith film. Um, yeah, I watched it, and I think it's one of his best performances. Will Smith. Yeah. Um, I was. I put like top five performances for him. There's a lot of good in it. John Voight's pretty good in it as well. Mm-hmm. It just works, and I think part of the reason it works is because we're also at the very end of technology being almost a luxury item yeah because now we're it's so accessible there's so much more and obviously this is all NSA before NSA came out as oh they actually are listening everything, and doing yeah. everything around it was that sort of we're living in this world is this what it's going to be it's almost like what Eagle Eye wanted to be a it, few years later and, and it, it is it is it is really similar to Eagle Eye but Eagle Eye just falls flat yeah. whilst this does such a good job his acting is good he's very he's commanding Confused shot, and he plays it well. And there also, seems to be a common theme with his acting ability. He's he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah, and I noticed someone it. Who didn't I was want like, to be an actor. Yeah, wanted to be a rapper, and then ended up. Well, you well, say that he wanted that, to be the biggest movie star, the the movie, biggest movie star in the world. Um, but so, I, would re- I would recommend that film if you haven't seen yeah. Enemy of the State. I would say give it a watch. It's it still holds up as a good thriller. Yeah, yeah. Um, the following year. He he turned down a role. I know which one this is. What royal what role did he this turn down? He turned down, down Neo he in did. the Matrix because he wanted to do Wild Wild West instead. Yep. <laughs> and he but he has said, despite the disappointment of Wild Wild West, he said that he has no regrets about his decision and says that uh, Keanu Reeves uh, did a better job than he would have ever done. Yeah, because he would have acted. <laughs> he would have acted it, but that's the thing. I, do you, stoic, do you I get this hype? around Keanu Reeves he's a lovely guy as an actual person but I don't get the acting hype I I think the renaissance with John Wick I get that mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing like Equalizer and stuff there's people you don't expect go into these ones I don't think he's really ever done any knockout performance in my mind Keanu yeah. Reeves I think he's great in Bill and Ted as well but oh, yeah fabulous but they're bringing that back yeah they are that's coming out next year no it's this year hmm but yes, yeah, it's, it's. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's the actor. That he's not an actor. I mean, look at Dracula two thousand, and then come back and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sorry, bringing bringing it back on the rails after talking about Keanu Reeves. Um, although he has said that uh, he has no regrets about his decision, 
he's had no regrets about his decision on the point that he thinks Keanu Reeves did a better job. Yes. However, regarding Wild Wild West, he has stated, I made a mistake on Wild Wild West. That could have been better. <laughs> nothing more, nothing I mean, less. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about the cast for Wild Wild West as well, with Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh, Salma Hayek. You're thinking, Will Smith, this should be good. Mm. It's not. <laughs> not at all. Um, I feel like... Was there a giant robot spider in this? Oh. I, I've, I've never seen Wild Wild West. I might be making this all up, but I'm sure there's a robot spider that someone wanted to use in a different film and they couldn't get it there, so they moved, you moved it into this one, so basically it was part of the agreement he made this, but you're allowed to put it in here. I might be making this all Christ. up. It might be something else entirely, but... I th- have, you ever, have you ever seen this? No. It, it's what worth... Is it, is it like... It's is like, it sci-fi? It's like steampunk. Oh. Steampunk World West. Interesting, okay. Yeah. All oh, right. I will. I'll. I'll have to go. And it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> so, um, two years after this, we're bringing ourselves to two thousand and one. Yeah. Also, Wild West was actually a pretty good song. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so he did do the title track, which which did do commercially seemed to do better than the film. I, yeah. I mean, don't quote me on that, but it seems to be more well received than the actual film was. Um, but yeah. So two thousand and one. Um, he had you, his you missed, first. Like you oh? missed out one film that he's been in there, which I haven't seen. No, the, yeah, this, I've, the Legend I've got, of Bag of Ants. I've got the old in two thousand. I've got the old list here. Shimmy down for what? No, it's the year two thousand. It was. No, I know, oh. but I mean, rather than talking about. Every oh no, film. I was just, I was just say I haven't seen that one. I was oh. just to point out there's a fir- film. Fair, of there's that one I film. <laughs> um, so two thousand and one. Um, he gives his performance that uh, earned him his first nomination for Academy Award for Best Actor and uh, Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. This was his portrayal of Muhammad Ali in Ali. Great film. Well, actually, no, it's not. Great performance. It's a great yeah. performance by him. Jimmy Fox is very good in this film as well. Mm-hmm. The film's a little bit broken. I don't think it's as tight as it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but I think he does a great job I don't think there's anyone else that would have played it I know in this film as well it's very much like Raging Bull the mm. people who trained him to be a boxer said he could have been a professional if he wanted to be really? yeah the person who prayed, trained him um, had previously trained Sugar Le- Ray Leonard and said he was great really good cool. obviously he's taller than Ali but not as heavy as Ali mm. but he was as fast well not as fast he was just a very fast yeah. boxer he was a very good boxer but yeah. training. Um well there you go we can Ask him. He learnt that from his assault case in yes. like <laughs> Um So, year after, we had Men in Black 2, 2002. Um, Bad. Yeah, next year, Bad Boys 2, <laughs> bit better. Enjoyable, I enjoyed that one. Um, 2004, he released a couple of films, uh, iRobot and Shark Tale. Do you have a preference out of the two? Um, no. <laughs> I remember getting iRobot on DVD. I really enjoyed iRobot. I, I mean, I like... I've read uh, Do Android Stream of Electric Sheep, so... I got iRobot as a, a free DVD with a, uh, with a phone I got bought. Really? Yeah, I got like that. A, was that like a Sony Ericsson or something? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> it was. I they always gave away free I stuff. Got that, <laughs> I got that, and I think I got um, the second Tomb Raider film. Amazing. What a, what a great mix that was. Yeah, it was alright. They were just busy trying to show off the new Audi in that film. That was that's how I felt it was. Yeah, but I th- I mean, 
Oh, I say the the concept was good, but it's not like they came up with the concept, is and it? And he it's doesn't a, he doesn't have to do much in the way of performance. Was it Asimov? Do I resume with electric sheep? I can't remember who wrote I it can't. now. Um And Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Yeah. It's no finding Nemo, is it? But no. the scene where they sing car wash makes sense. You, the last scene of the film. <laughs> <laughs> they sing it earlier as well. Do they? Yeah, they do they actually do a car wash. Yeah, but that's the last scene, isn't no, it? It's where they've all that's, where that's, that, they they, do they revamp the car. Yeah. Wash, oh, okay. They do it earlier as well. I didn't. I didn't mind Shark Tale. I mean, it wasn't. I didn't like the. Was teeth. it anything amazing? Yeah, there was some really weird animation stuff going on. It reminded me of the film. Have you seen Help? I'm a Fish. Obviously, that's a two D. Yeah. One. Yeah. But it reminded me very much of that in the sort of the human vibes coming from these fish. Only yeah, difference in those two as well. Help! I'm a Fish was two thousand and three. Yeah. So same sort of. Um, yeah. No, I get that. Um, 2005 he was in Hitch which you say is one of his best performances I think it's one of his best performances <laughs> it's a great it's a good fun film um, Kevin James can be Kevin James this is one of Kevin James's films that I don't mind him being mm. in I think it's before Kevin James started being everywhere I like he's, Kevin James he, he's very <laughs> he, he is good in this I think we're coming up to a space of like three years now with three very good performances from him potentially in the top five of his performances. You mean including Hitch? Including Hitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next year brings us on to what is our second uh, film that we went away and watched. Um, so I'm going to try and do this in a minute. Um, Best of luck, do you want me to start the timer? Yeah, go on, whenever you're ready. Go for it now. Um, so this is The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, it's about a man who... Uh, basically spent all his life savings on this uh, particular medical machine. He needs to keep selling them. He needs to sell two a month to make rent and be able to pay for food. He's living with his son and his wife. Um, Due to a series of unfortunate events, he ends up uh, basically not being able to sell. No one's buying them. No one wants them anymore. He starts running out of money. His wife is working extra hours and he's looking after the son, like taking him to school all the while, still trying to do all this sales work. Um, wife ends up leaving. He comes across someone one day going, uh, how do you make all that money to get a nice car? They say, becoming a stockbroker. He gets an internship. Whilst on the internship, he runs out of money entirely. The IRS take the rest of his money and he has to live with his son basically jumping from homeless shelters to public bathrooms and he ends up getting the internship how was that minute and a half minute and ten minute and ten Um, you spent far too long I think in the beginning we always do on these ones and I've got to get through everything else yeah Um, yeah I think it covered most of it there was a point there I felt like you couldn't remember the name of what the medical machine was it's a bone marrow... Bone density bone scanner. Bone density scanner, sorry. It's an x-ray it. that gives a slightly deeper field of view. Mm. So it's a luxury that most hospitals don't need mm. and don't want. Yeah. Because it's twice tw- yeah, twice the price of an x-ray machine, but only 10% better in image quality. Yeah. But it's... it's but this is, a, this is an amazing film. Uh, it's, sorry, his son is played by Jaden Smith. Um, who is, a, is very good in this. Yeah, he's really good in this. He's adorable. And he, you feel the pain between them, and he, he's he's acting, and you don't notice the speech impediment at this point. So it's great, it's brilliant. Um, no, I really enjoy this film. Um, I've seen it several times. This is, have you seen it before? No, this is my first time watching it. I'll let you go for, for opinions and impressions then. If no, fabulous. I think it sounds awful. When it first came out, I I knew I wanted to see it, and it's always been on my list. 
but it's never been very high on my list. And I was slightly... I know this sounds really awful, but the the misspelling in the title, I was like, oh, really? Come on. And I then have, and I it have, turns out that's like a key point. I have to be honest, you wrote it in our like, little show doc where we go, which films you need to watch? And I went, I turned to go and said, look what he's written, what Typo. an idiot. And I was like, no, oh, that's, that's how it's spelled. It because, it's, so it's called The Pursuit of Happiness, but spelled H-A-P-P-Y-N-E-S-S. And, <laughs> uh, and um, it's because written... Uh, Outside his son's like daycare, daycare uh, is the word happiness, but misspelled because they're not first language English who no. run it. Um, and it's just, it's a really hard watch, but also it feels rewarding almost. It does. It's I quite... think this this is the point where we start seeing sad Will Smith mm. in films. He's very it's, good at being sad, but this is one of the ones where I think. He's very good at it. He's not just, mm. oh, Will Smith's crying, Will Smith's crying. He's really going for mm. it. He does such a good job. I, I mean, the scene with the where he's got no money and he's getting angry. I mean, the IRS thing probably hit him quite home, hard to home when he had yeah. to do it. Um, it's a really good film. Obviously, it's based on a true story as well. Oh, yeah, I missed that. So, yeah, based on a true story, you actually see the guy it's based on at the end of the film. Do you? You know at the end where him and Jane, uh, he's just celebrating, they're walking off there and that talk about the king of the jungle and stuff oh yeah and there's that guy in a suit that he walked past yeah. him that's the guy it's actually Is based it? on oh yeah. that's cool. so they f- put him at the end of the film mm. to like acknowledge yeah him being he, I mean he, he's a multi-millionaire isn't oh he? yeah like, I mean they go through like the he's done this he's done this he's done that yeah he just flew through mm. it's so good it was Jada Pinkett Smith as well was it no who was his wife in it no um Fanny Newton Fanny Newton that's it sorry I thought she was in this film might have been I think she's actually only a small part so I saw her name pop up in it um, in yeah no Thandie Newton who's fabulous uh, Thandie Newton can do no wrong in my eyes they, she's brilliant they were so good opposite each other mm. you felt the pain in that relationship the, the suffering that they were doing there mm. just and it's I really didn't like her though but then also I kind I, of felt sorry for her but then was like I, felt, I don't know it was hard it's just it's a really hard dynamic. I, I know why she left him. She left him for the right reasons at the end of the day. He wasn't providing. Yeah. And although she wants to support, it's been nothing but his harebrained schemes, mm. essentially, to get rich, and she couldn't keep doing it. The the bit where you sort of... I lost it for her, but obviously this is written from his perspective, is where she doesn't really fight to keep the son. She goes, he should stay with his mother, and he won't let it go. But instead of mm. fighting, she just goes, fine, and then moves away. Mm. He's thinking, how can you do that with your kid? Just go, yeah, whatever. I'm just, I just, I need to go. But by the same token, that's what some people have to do, isn't it? You, mm. you know, this, there's several scenes in here that are probably worth talking about. The scene in the toilet, yeah. The just the build-up, like him, he's got no money. The no time machine day. bit. The time machine. They go back. He gets the kid. And then the kid's sleeping in the toilet, mm. so where it's a cave, and it's him yeah. literally barring the door with his foot, whilst his kid sleeps, and he's crying there. It's just great. I mm. cried twice in this film. I cried twice every time in this film. Yeah, well, one at that one. That um, that point, and the point where um, he gets the job. Yeah. Even though you know he's going to get the internship, yeah. you just sat there and you go for it. He actually learned how to do a Rubik's cube for this film as well. Did he? Yeah, he learned. He learned. The, he learned the algorithm so he could do mm. it, and he. Uh, that's why he obviously does it in the car. Yeah. 
I, lo- I love the fact he's doing that whilst the guy driving also has a Rubik's Cube and yeah. trying to watch what he's doing. There's so much there's so much good in this film. Really well shot. Yeah, really it's just it's a really, really good film this. Very well it put was together. It's a really good film. I'd I'd recommend this to anyone. I don't I don't think you can really find many faults with mm. it. I, I don't think I can find a fault with it just thinking about it. There there are bits that don't push it into the top echelon. Do you know what we didn't do for Men in Black? We have, we're going to have to do for uh, this rankings. one. Uh, rating for Special him. rating. So what would you give this as a rating? Because obviously... I mean, I'm quite happy to talk about this some more if you want to, because there's, there's lots to talk about. Like I said, this is first crying Will Smith. I think he, I think when Will Smith has a moustache, you know it could be a really good film. I think he does better films where he's got a bit of facial hair. Yeah. That's that's my, <laughs> my go-to. It's, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I think... Us just describing scenes are going to do it justice because he's it is it is made by him. It, he, him he and his really, son, that yeah. relationship between the two. He is fully this character. There's no mm. it's Will Smith playing a part. This mm. is uh, Christopher Higgins. Or something, mm. It's not Higgins, is it? Some uh, something like that. Yeah, something. Christopher something. Um, but it, Chris Gardner. Yeah. He. He, he, he becomes the character there's no two ways about it no. it's, it's, it's him and his story and his struggle mm. I, I yeah it's heartbreak it's a, it's a hard watch you watched it with Emma as well didn't you yes I did watch it with Emma yes Her, she she feel the same way yeah she was she was crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean yeah yeah she was yeah it was heartbreaking but I think she did we watch the entire thing together or just no, we did. We did. We watched the entire thing together, yeah. So things the guy has to do as well. It's like, I worked out... I had to do the same amount as them. They were working seven till seven. Yeah. I was doing it. So I had half the amount of time. So I was doing anything to save it. I wasn't hanging up my phone, doing that. The bit where he talked... That guy's been in so many things. The guy at the 49ers game. Mm, the hedge yeah. fund manager. I recognise him. He's always like a bit part in films. Yeah. And TV series. No, he was good. Um, the actual... Just the story is amazing. It's yeah, it's almost unbelievable, isn't it? You feel like how it feels. It feels manufactured. It feels like you're watching a film. In yeah. that, you're like, how could someone actually how do could this? Someone yeah, keep going through with this. But then, equally, there's also a site sort of. No one would write this. Do you know what I mean? There's there's well, so at, much. Look at a million little pieces. People would write a story about themselves. No, but no, no, no. I mean, sorry, yeah. no. I mean, uh, as in fiction-wise, yeah. you wouldn't write something because it's so. It was so unbelievable. Yeah. That there had to be truth to it because no one would write that and go, "Yeah, people will believe this." Yeah, no. Do you I know what I mean? That. It was. It's. It's insane. It's like getting. You had to rush from work to get. His kids. To get to the homeless shelter before five, so that they got made sure yeah, they were at the. Yeah, yeah in, insane. Insane. I Honestly, I don't. I think they probably. Will Smith could probably. Because that guy who did it was so driven as well. Mm. Will Smith probably felt there's a lot yeah. linking between the two. Yeah. To go forward. And obviously, working with your own son is going to yeah, make of it. That, that already got that bond. You're not having to pretend there's a bond between yeah. you. So, yeah, do um, you want to give this a rating then? Five. Five stars for you. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's four and a half or five star film for me. I can't yeah. between the two, but well, not stars. Um, four and a half misspellings out of happiness. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's a, it's a really good film. Five solved Rubik's cubes. <laughs> five, 
Yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Five Soul Rubik's Cubes. Really good. If you haven't seen it, though, you have to see this film. Um, so, that's 2006. As you say, we're, we're in a little spout of some very good films. Um, 2007 brought with it uh, a film that had the largest opening film release in the United States during December. Ever? Yep. Jesus. Um, at, at that point, I imagine. Because obviously often we had Marvel films and stuff like that coming yeah, out. Yeah, so. Star Wars has since yeah. come out in December. But at the at that point, largest ever, which is mental. Crazy. That's huge. And this film, I don't... I, I wouldn't say it was. it's the sort of film... I would expect to have that bigger response, no. No, not response within release, Yeah, yeah. is what I mean. Maybe after the word's out, like, sort of sales, including DVDs and stuff like that mm. later on, but the actual response to it instantaneously um, seems insane for what well, it, a vampire what, or a zombie film. What would, you, what would you... What are they? They are... <laughs> Vampires, technically, aren't they? Dark Seekers is what they are. Oh, <laughs> Um, so this film is I Am Legend, and we will have Josh do this uh, cool. in a minute. Yeah? Yeah, right. Emma Thompson is a villain. She kills the world. Um, so it starts off, someone thinks they've found the, the cure for cancer. Yeah. It turns out it is the cure for cancer, but it also causes a further mutation, which is making the world sick. Um People are trying to leave, get away from highly densely populated areas because people are essentially becoming this zombie, hyper-aggressive, sun-sensitive um, individual. Will Smith is um, a general, a medical general, isn't he? Or no, a lieutenant, someone mm-hmm. on the other side, who is part of the solution, trying to find the cure for it. He's getting people out of Manhattan. He leaves his family to stay in Man- um, Manhattan on the island by himself, working on a cure where it's just him and his dog, against the world trying to find it I don't really need to give much more as that I mean no. give me more it's him working struggling with being alone trying to find the cure the idea of working with people towards the end and dealing with the idea of loneliness and the lack of humanity to justify his actions yeah it's it's <laughs> it's great film really, I mean I've got it on my arm you have got it on your arm yeah. it's one of my film tattoos is right in the ditch it's the, the bit at the end where they're breaking mm. the glass Reasons on there is because it was the last one we watched before we went to America. So we were, my family were all huddled around a TV mm. in a hotel. This is 2008, so it just come out. Mm. We watched it. So there was a lot of us just crying at certain scenes in this. Oh my just God. all of us breaking down before we head off to America to leave all our, all our lives behind, essentially. It was a poor choice, but it means something to me yeah. for that. Good it's, God, this film's good. Yeah, really good film. Really good performance from him. I mean, he's against. It's him. It, it's him against a, a dog, like, like acting opposite rather. <laughs> and mannequins. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And that oh, the the bit where he breaks down at a mannequin is like heartbreaking, isn't it? He, I mean, you know, it it it's a descent into madness and yeah, anguish and just pain, isn't it? That's mm. the idea. He's got, he's just fighting. Fighting the world, and he doesn't know if it's even worth it. I think this scene is this scene, this film. You know, there's that, there is that scene that everyone talks about in this film because this film did something that not many, that not many films do. Yeah, they they killed an animal. (laughs) 
And that's the thing, when, you, when an animal dies, <laughs> everyone everyone loses their minds. Yeah. They, they do. They, so they're defenceless. But it was out of so much love for the reason he did it as mm. well. It just it's just painful. His daughter, I don't I, I don't like his daughter in this. Mm. Willow is nothing but annoying. I was happy when the helicopter came. Um, but yeah, it's him. We get flashbacks throughout it, don't we? So yeah. it's, although it's linear for essentially two days in his life, two three days, yeah. that's what it is. Um, him going through this we get flashbacks to obviously the cure for cancer which is the opening before mm-hmm. the intro and then we see him trying to get his family out of the city mm-hmm. and that bit's hard as well like, them going through the checkpoints they go and try to get through they scan the daughter and him he's fine they scan the wife not good right? they try to separate it then he tells them to stand down the fight to get it through the woman whose eyes are bleeding and asking for her son to be taken because he's fine and then get him on the actual helicopter, only for another helicopter to be caught yeah. by a bunch of people to crash. So he's all alone. It's just him and the dog that his daughter gave him at that point. Mm. At that point, he's alone. Regardless of all the other people that would have potentially been there, mm. he is on his own because yeah. he's, he's lost everything. So mm. all he can do is fight to make this cure happen. What do you think of the Dark Seekers? Terrifying. What. What do you mean? Well, as as a as a villain, as a because obviously this is also height of well, zombie mania, yeah. vampires. So the they're a very good. I'm going to say antagonist because I'm not going to say villain. Foil. Yeah. Because they, obviously, especially if you watch the proper ending, the proper ending. <laughs> There's still um, not humanity, but sentience, isn't there to them? Now, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because obviously there's a point in the film where he spots the the leader who has this sentience as awareness, and in his mind he thinks that thing has lost all sense of humanity because yeah. he doesn't react to actual pain or fear mm. or anything like that. He, but then, in my mind, I don't know why he thought that, because it's fighting against the primal instinct, which would be to go in. So, obviously, it's humanity at that point. Well, not humanity, but instinct and um, sentience. Hmm. So, I feel sorry for them, because it's, it's like, something they couldn't help. Mm. These things aren't inherently bad. They're... The primal. Yeah. It's like a devolution. Yeah. Um... With, you know, weird side effects. <laughs> you, you say it's devolution, like potentially you could be just a sideways mutation, which is what it was, really, because yeah. although they no longer have the speech necessarily, a lot of them don't have like the, the cortex of the front to be able to do mm. language or anything like that, mm. they're now faster, they're stronger. Yeah. So they've got, there's, there's, there's benefits and there's negatives too. But yeah, the, I mean, because so the film ending that you see in most places is. The, I mean, the head first into the glass grenade yeah. jobby. Whereas the other ending is that the leader takes his girlfriend, wife, yeah, the partner, the partner yeah. away, and there's a relative peace, but it's an unease. Yeah, but it's like a there's a an unspoken. 
not symbiotics, they're not helping each other, but uh, living alongside, cohabiting. Yeah, there's a, a respect and in turn mm. the cohabitation is formed yeah. because you realise there's no point fighting because predator-wise, you're at, you're at the same level yeah. as well. It's, it's the coexistence. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. yeah, coexistence, that's the right word, yeah. Um, really good. There's a lot to this film. I feel like you could you could write an essay on this film. Mm. He does such a good job. Of was it was it based on a story or like yeah, a I like think a it book? Is. I think it is it Ip Man, Ip Man or the Omega Man? I think no, I was, was. going to say Ip Man is the Donnie Omega Yen Man. one. Isn't yeah, it? I'm pretty sure it's based on uh, on Omega Man. Um, but it's very good. It's just. It, and I think a lot of people haven't watched this because they don't like zombie movies or they don't like horror. But it's not. It's that's an element. But it's 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 it's, a, it's the same reason you'd watch something like Blade Runner. Yeah, it's it's a it's a and uh, how would you say a a delve into what it is to be human. It's a, it's a study of loneliness yeah. and, and the human the human's mind dealing with the sense of being alone really yeah. isn't it it's, there's there's it's a him because obviously we are naturally pack animals that's what we are as a as a race which yeah. is why we all flood to cities you don't see many isolatory which be why people on their own are already treated with a sense of mistrust mm. that's what I mean you look at um, people who live in a community live on average I think it's eight years longer than someone who lives on their own we're designed to work together to yeah. survive and it's him looking for that sort of connection with the mannequins he's created mm. he's created um, days for himself where he can go in talk to people he's taking he's renting music he's doing things just to keep normality going so it feels like he's not yeah. as isolated him doing Shrek was good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him just doing right, the entire show, but doing it in a way that is uneasy for the other people that he finally meets at the end. Yeah, she fucks it all up, doesn't she? Really? I mean, he fucks it up for himself by trying to kill these people, but the fact that she just brings him back, but then he doesn't check to see that she's covered the tracks or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah liability. She is, but how was she to know? She wasn't. I mean, at the end of the day, she still believed there was a f- commune. He had no. Yeah. He'd lost all hope. There was no yeah. hope there. He was shocked when he st- the cure started to seem to work mm. because he thought it was never going to occur. Yeah. Um, also, I suppose in that point, it's not only that the cure has worked, it's the fact that he's lost his purpose as well. Yeah. You find the cure. Uh, what do you do at that point? Yeah, exactly. How do you get it to everyone? But I think it wasn't so much fi- it wasn't so much using the cure finally cure to use as it was a purpose. Yeah, that's it's a it. reason for him to keep going. Definitely, and reason for him to still. Be... It's like it's he at the end when he's found the cure. He's he's a dog that caught the car, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's based on the a book of the same name written in 1954. Wow! And apparently, this is the third film that has tried to adapt it. Oh wow! Which is why I, I assume think... the best received one. <laughs> think so um yeah the omega man was the film that it was based the other film that it was based on it was uh, oh. 1971 starring charlton heston okay so yeah I, that's why i got the omega man in my head it was uh, so the film. um 
Well, rating wise, rating. It's a hard one. This one. Hmm. Um, this is a. I, I put this as four stars. Hmm. This is a. Oh, sorry. Four vials of blood <laughs> from, from Will Smith. I don't know. A four foot drop from a from a <laughs> four lines of Shrek. Yes, four lines of Shrek. Four, yeah, four layers of onion. That's what I give this. Four layers of onion. No, it's yeah, it's a four. I think four, four and a half again. Yeah. I really like this film. I obviously it's got personal connotations, so it sort of mars the view. It doesn't. No, I'd 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 agree with you on that. I think it's hard. Yeah, Do it's you, hard because I don't I don't know. You know, it, again, it's it's a film that's not going to be winning any Oscars, but it's a very good film and a very good performance. Yeah, There's um, some interesting things in this film as well. Like, uh, did you see in there as well? You know, he's driving around. Times Square there's a bit there where there's a Batman, Batman versus Superman, Superman. Yeah. and obviously that just sparked so many rumours that it was coming yeah, yeah. Um, so also, same year oh. say, before we move on what would you give Men in Black because we didn't actually give that a rating three yeah three maybe yeah three stars on the belt of Orion <laughs> oh I like that yeah, I like so, yeah, that three, a lot it's, it's, it's a three star film yeah, yeah. um so at the end of this year December the 10th to be precise good, uh, very good day Smith was <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Josh's birthday for those who don't know um, uh, Smith was honoured uh, outside the Chinese theatre and has left his imprint so he got his, his star on the Hollywood how much you pay for that <laughs> I know I, I'll never get over that now That's that I've discovered that you have to buy him I was like oh this is it's, it's not quite the same anymore is it and how much do you have to pay in tax for it yeah. <laughs> Remember, Will Smith, pay the tax, pay the tax. Um, so, 2008, God, we're, we're, we're we going... We all together. We, had, we chose, well, rather I chose us to watch uh, three films right next to each other. Um, well, also, Pursuit of Happiness, we didn't mention he got his second Oscar nod for that. Yes, sorry, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, he didn't get any Oscar nods for this next film, which <laughs> is unsurprising. Uh, next film is Hancock. Okay, Right, you've got a minute to describe the pot of Hancock. Oh. Go for it. Um, two people... Well, there was a group of people a long time ago put on Earth. They're basically superheroes, gods, whatever you want to call them. When they get close to each other, they become a bit more mortal. Turns out Hancock, Will Smith, is one of these. He's a superhero. He's an alcoholic. Um, a PR guy comes along and goes, Hey, I'm going to sort you out. He ends up in jail. And um, then comes out, sorts himself out, and turns out, what's this? The PR guy's wife is the partner to Will Smith from centuries ago. <gasps> um, they fight, and the film just goes downhill from this point. There's a great ending, though. You know, I really like the little fight at the end. This, uh, <laughs> he, um, he gets shot, because they get close. He gets hurt. She then gets shot. He then jumps away, and as the distance gets greater, she comes back to life. The end. That was exactly a minute. Hmm. And that's all this film needs. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this film at all. I don't. I think it's uh, as we said. It's, it's got a good. It's a really good concept. It was a nice concept. It just didn't. Really good concept, it. and it and it did feel like they got halfway through the script. Considering the script has been in production, or sorry, the script had, they started writing it in 1996, the person who wrote it, and uh, it took them until 
2008 to who, complete who, who, it. Who was it who wrote it as well? Oh, I can't remember who wrote it. The director was... Oh, I thought he was the guy who wrote it as well. Oh, maybe he was the guy who wrote it as well. The The, the director for this film is uh, the one who has been doing all of those Mark Wahlberg films. Uh, basically, if you've seen a film with Mark Wahlberg in it from the last five years, this guy no, directed it. Was it, it directed by Vince... Gil- um... Oh, sorry, it's written by... Yeah, sorry, you are right. Written by Vince uh, Gilligan. So, the guy who wrote Breaking Bad. And <laughs> that's shocking. Because this this film very much feels like they stopped halfway through. Yeah. They went, oh, this is great. And, and he's going to meet her and then he's going to start losing his powers because they've met each other. And then what? Oh. Oh. It, and that is literally it. It's the second that she puts her fucking black eyeliner on to show that yeah. she's moody now. And that's when the film goes downhill. And as I say, I, I personally think it goes back up at the end. I really like the last scene. I think it's really cool. Well, the final scene where he's in New York. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shut say, up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, so this, there's a scene in the hospital at the end where... The, a couple of people that he's wronged have broken out of jail and they come for him in the hospital when they hear that he's been shot and wounded. And there's a fight, but it's quite... It seems like this is the scene that made this film a 15 rather than a 12. Yeah. It's just that final sequence. It's just I don't, I don't understand why it's a 15, to be honest, either. I mean, I get there's, there's Mark or... I, just, I think that's... Yeah, it's mm. like that scene... And it's honest, pretty. It's quite. It um, almost feels unnecessary, though. Yeah, but it's quite. I want to say distressing. I think the last scene is is quite distressing. Also, language. Yeah, there's a These lot of language. These assholes fuck quite a lot, yeah. don't they? Um, they don't use asshole. They say asshole. But they had a few very good actors in this, which yeah, Will Smith, Will Theron, Smith, Charlie Theron, Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman, and um, I've forgotten his name, but he's in like every film ever. Um, the guy who's got the hook hand at the end. Yeah, he's in um, like the, he did. He did the um, the world's end with Simon Pegg, and among other things, he was in Filth with James McAvoy. Eddie Ma- uh, Martin. Uh, yeah, that's it. Eddie Martin. Martin. And he's a very good actor. I think he's genuinely an insanely versatile actor. And for some reason, there is also the guy from um, Big Bang Theory for a scene. Yeah, Leonard is in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like we said, great concept, poor, poor script. It starts really. off well, I think, is the way. Like you've got you set the scene right. You have got Jason Bateman struggling to sell his project, trying to get the marketing just people to give money to make the world a better place, and then whilst that's going on, you see Hancock get woken up by the kid from. The middle, the mm. guy with the yeah. one with the kid with the bone issues, yeah. um, wake him up and call him an ass on. Then he jumps off and saves saves something by destroying it all. If, it feels if this if this film had an extra half an hour, yeah, of film time and a fair amount of tweaking to the script to adjust for that extra half an hour and you know flesh things out, it would be a lot better. There is there is it starts off really good and then. Charlie Theron and Hancock or Hancock discovers that Charlie Theron is a superhero and it's literally that moment up to them having an argument where he ends up 
going out to the shop when he goes to the the corner shop it picks back up again but there's a weird gap in the middle where it really lulls and feels bad this this film is though it's as if McChee got the script for Incredibles and decided to make his own you know the very opening of Incredibles where they all start suing superheroes yeah I can see that it's that that. but McChee doing it because it's an even worse version of Michael Bay Mm. it's just it's grey it's a grey film yeah, it's got a weird colour palette, this film. Weird colour palette. Him in prisons, alright, it's okay. Oh, I liked some of the moments in there. Like, there's a there's a great bit where they're playing basketball, and because he's, you know, got superpowers, he's very good. And he he goes to throw it in, he's been hitting all these shots, and it hits the rim, bounces off, and because he's thrown it so hard, it bounces out of the jail. And he jumps, jumps out. out, and you sort of... It, it's, it's a reminder that, you know, there's nothing keeping him there except for his own... Well, he's just jumped out, and all the guards start panicking, and he gets the ball, and then he just jumps back in, because, you know, I think that's quite a turning point in the character. It also came out at the wrong time, which is what we said, is just before superhero movies really took off, because mm. obviously it's the same year that Iron Man came out as the Marvel film, and I but feel it's like... the same year as Watchmen, I believe, 2008. Yeah, but I think... Again, Watchmen's slightly different mm. in this. This is almost a different view of what superheroes could be. Mm. No, um, Watchmen came out in 2006. Or was it 2006? Yeah. yeah. So this, obviously, would I think this would be better to come out two years later, mm. after we started to get all the superheroes, and everyone going, oh, superheroes are great, and go, well, actually, it's almost like The Boys now. Yeah, I was That's why The Boys yeah. are doing so, is such a good series now, because it's that sort of... Superheroes. Oh, superheroes that great. Yeah. Um, it just it just fell flat. Jason Bateman's okay in it. He doesn't get to do much. He's very basic Bateman. Bateman's got is a great actor. Like if you look at Ozark, mm. brilliant in that. Where he's not doing. Uh, they're all rather they're than all him doing very good. He's doing Michael actors. Bluth in this though. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's doing Michael Bluth the rest of the development. Mm. Charlize Theron doesn't really do much in the way. It doesn't have to do much in the way of acting no. in this either. Which That's, is a shame because and that was a total waste of time because she's. Yeah. Incredible. She's. I mean, she's Oscar nominated. Oh, yeah, no, did she win for months? No, nominated. No, I don't think she won that year. Um, I can't remember though. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, I just don't think they use the talent correctly. As I said, the script feels unfinished. It feels mm. like they had that good start. And, oh, what should we mm. do? But I didn't want it to be any longer either. Oh, I'd watch it if it was longer. Would I you? think. I think I like this film a, a fair bit more than you. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. And it's not that I hate the film. I don't think it's his worst film, that's for, sh- for damn sure. Mm. I just don't think it worked as well as it could have been. How long film was it? An hour 20, I think. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, it's re- it is a short film. Maybe it could have been longer then. Maybe enough. I, I remember I, seeing it being like... It was it was within 10 minutes of an hour and a half either way, and I can't remember which way it went. I think it was an hour 20. Because if it's an hour... I was going to say, an hour and 40... I think I could forgive this for an extra 20 minutes if it needed mm. that. But I'm not sitting there for two hours for this film, mm. even with, with the fix. Mm. Um, rating? Does some good bits, does some alright CG. Um, oh, I thought the CG really let it down. It does. But I mean, it doesn't point. But it's but 2008. It's, that's what I mean for, for what it was. It's getting uh, too... Assholes out of five. Two, really? Is that it? Yeah. Mm, I think I'm giving it three. 
you think this is as good as Men Black? <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd watch this. I'd probably if you if you're like you gotta watch a film now. I'd probably put on Hancock before Men in Black. Men in Black every time, <laughs> every no, time. I, I, but I, I, I don't know. I enjoy this film. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, sorry, that's a lie. I don't think it's a good film. <laughs> I, I enjoy this film. That's you ba- the difference. You backed out of that one quickly, didn't you? No, that, but that's the difference, isn't it? It's, it's, it's personal preference. Yeah. If you enjoy it or not, exactly. So, um, there was, um. There, there was a bit of a hiatus here um, until another big film. Um, Men in Black. Th- no, he, had, he oh. did seven pounds after Hancock. Oh, sorry, he did do seven pounds. He was trying to bring back like, the pursuit of happiness. Being that thing, it just fell flat. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, we have Men in Black Three, which is 2012. So we've jumped yeah. four years here. Yeah, he has a big gap. Um, and then there's another gap coming up because in 2013 he released After Earth, and this film was. Such a disappointment at the box office and was panned critically. He has said it is the most painful failure in my career because he wrote it. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say about that. Yeah, watch it. And um, he he took a year and a half hiatus from everything as a result. He actually did another film that same year. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah production-wise, that's so prior after to Earth. I I hadn't watched it. I watched it this this week as well. Yeah. James Smith is terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Not surprised. Shit. He can't speak. Mm-hmm. He just—he's got no enunciation on any of his consonants. It's all just like, just like, <laughs> oh come on, just a bit. It's just crap. I was like, I got to the end and went, God, that was awful. Then I went, story by Will Smith. I went, oh God, say what have you done? Mm-hmm. What have you done? His character's called Cipher Rage. Cipher Rage. What a good. I just horrible. Just a horrible yeah. film. Everything about it was was boring. I recently read an article, and it was ranked number one worst film of the decade. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh, it, it was absolutely bad. I remember seeing a trailer for it and going, "That's going to be bad." And then it came out, and everyone went, "That was bad." It was <laughs> terrible. I have no. Well, I say I have no idea how it was made. It's got Will Smith attached mm. to it. It's going to yeah. be made. It's, did it make money or did it lose money? Oh fuck! I think it lost money. Fair I don't know. I think we have quite. Oh, a I, I wouldn't be surprised if it broke even because there might have been a. An instant yeah. push, and then just everyone went, "Oh, that was bad." Yeah. Um, Tuesday, 2015. Uh, we had focus and concussion. You thought Fog- you thought oh. mentioned him in Anchorman too, where he was amazing. Oh yeah, where he was the ESPN reporter. <laughs> that was the second worst performance he's ever been. Um, he wasn't awful in that. I mean, there was nothing to do. Second worst performance. Okay. Um, just just after After Earth, which is the worst. <laughs> so, focus. With Margot Robbie, you seen this film? No, I haven't. That's one of the other, other films I haven't seen. Yeah, fair. Um, and Concussion. So Concussion I found an interesting one, because really Concussion is the reason that he didn't turn up to the Oscars. Do you remember this? No. So he didn't get an Oscar nod for uh, Concussion, and this being 2015, this yeah. was like the year that it all kicked off, I'm sure you remember, about mm-hmm. black. But representation representation yeah. in or minority representation yeah, as a non-white whole, non-white representation, yeah. yeah. In um, in the Oscar nods, and it, it stemmed from Will Smith not getting a nod in Concussion because everyone, loads of people saw it. And oh, there was a big push, and they were like, "What? How did that not happen?" And he was like, "Oh, well, fuck it, I'm not supporting the Oscars," which sounds like it was a hissy fit 
almost. It, it in that he goes, bit. "Oh, I should I should have been a, like nominated for this." But actually, th- it wasn't just him going, "I'm not going because I didn't get nominated." It's a collective going, "He should have been nominated for this," and he went. Yeah, no, I'm I'm it, out. It like, wasn't even that. There was a lot of very good performances by black actors yeah. and actresses that year, and they all got snubbed. Yeah, all got snubbed. Yeah. Um, next year we had. Uh, I'll do Collateral Beauty first. You've I watched, I watched that. I watched that the other day. It's it's not great. It's not much for him. It's very much sad. Will Smith. Strangely, brilliant supporting cast of Ed Norton. Yeah, you Kate said. Winslet, Helen Mirren, Michael Pena, um, Kira Knightley. Good film. It's, yeah. it's, it's a really, it's a really sad film. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I think I enjoyed the wrong word. I cried at the end, but yeah. And yeah. Suicide Squad. You seen this? Yeah, I have, and it was ruined because of Cara Delevingne. Yeah, and I totally agree. He was him and Margot Robbie were the best things about that film. Yeah, Captain Boomerang was alright in it as well. Killer, and he was fine. Killer Croc. Yeah, it was definitely Tom Hardy to start off with. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, Killer Croc was nothing in it. It just felt a bit flat. Jared Leto was bad in it. It was a, it was just it was another big beam. Grey. It was another big beam coming from the sky to, and we need to destroy it. It was it was they made it all this colourful logos, all this sort of thing. Yeah, and I then mean, it was same DC brown and grey, and it just went no, not it, DC brown and grey. Zack Snyder. That's how they all are. That's <laughs> how they all are. But he's, he didn't direct this. Zack Snyder. Did he? Oh, who directed this? I don't think he directed it. Well, they've got um, haven't they got Josh Gunn in for the James Gunn? Sorry, David the, Ayer. Oh, David Ayer did it right. Yeah, um, they've they've got James Gunn doing Suicide Squad too, haven't they? They have, which he's returning for. Like Will Smith's returning for. He wasn't originally. No, he was going. Then they cast Idris Elba, but they weren't going to put. They also replacing him. They said they didn't want to replace him as Deadshot. And I think Idris Elba dropped out and then Will Smith has come back now. Mm. So, yeah. Um, the year after was um, his Netflix original launch um, <laughs> of Bright. You seen this film? It got absolutely slammed and I actually thought it was okay. I thought it was an alright film. I I really, I really like... Uh, Joe Edgerton. I've forgotten his name. Yeah, Joe Edgerton. I think he's brilliant. And he's, he's, one of the, he's good in that. He's the most one of the most chameleon actors I've ever yeah. seen. Like Boy Erased, and then you can go see the other, but all the Warrior. Same yeah, he just he's a different person. Yeah, every time. He's and he's great. and he's very good. And I, I really thought this film worked. I, yeah. uh, there, there's a it's second. A, there's Bright Two. Is it's still coming out? Yeah, it's in but, production, which I'm looking forward to because I think it's in, interesting. It's a really cool world yeah, that they've created. I like it. It's, which is interesting because I think the world that they've created is, is almost very similar to the new Pixar film that's coming out. Like modern with like you know the Which outward one? ones with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Oh yeah, it's a very obviously it's a more gritty version of it, but it's mm. got that sort. Of, but it's all to do with racial. Yeah, and, and, and it really does. Yeah, I think it really it, addresses it, that well. It does. It may it hammers the point home, and it's it's it's, it's like the elves. The elves are white. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, and the the oh, orcs. Fuck, what they, the orcs are like Hispanic, and then you have got the people who are above it again, I suppose. Yeah, but who are. Well, black for the most part, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, but but I, it's, I think it's it, it does hand the point home. But I think it's a good film. I not a, maybe not a great film. It's no. an enjoyable film. Um, did you know this Probably this not. fun fact? In two thousand seventeen, same year this came out, um, Smith, uh, the old Will Willie Smith, launched his own YouTube channel. Yes, I do know about this. Yeah, um, 
as of July 2019, because that was the last statistic I found. I mean, I could have probably looked, but... <laughs> um, how many subscribers do you think he has? Global actor, you know. 450k? 6 million. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be for some reason really, like really low. Or... Yeah. Well, I thought. I yeah, thought six million seems like less than. It, it seems lower than it should be for him. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's less than population London. Yeah. But then again, is he putting out good content on there? Probably not. Yeah. I thought it was like a marketing thing he was doing it for. Uh, might have been. Um, so we now come to last year, two thousand nineteen, where we he was in three films. We had Aladdin. Which was okay. Gemini Man. Which I didn't see and didn't really want to see. It we nearly, to be fair, we nearly did we were this podcast do... for Gemini Man, didn't we? We nearly... No, we were going to do Ang Lee with oh, Gemini Man. Oh, we were going to do Ang yeah. Lee, sorry, you're right. Because um, he is an insanely or we, we mentioned versatile every week. director. Just, uh, I say versatile, but just he's just done a lot just of what other wants. stuff. Yeah, um, And Spies in Disguise with... Tom Holland. It's only just come out over here this year. Yeah. So that was our last year film for America. Only just come out over here. I haven't heard or seen much about it. No. I don't. Really, I don't like. The I saw the trailer. I don't like the animation style. No. Fair. I I wanted to see it. If I'm honest, I was like, mm, looks like something that'll be fun. Yeah. Um. And. 2020. Is it bad is boy? Year? Bad boy for life. Which is going to be our. Uh, Written review next week. Yeah, um, he's got a few films coming up soon, as you said. He's got um, Bright Two, Bad Boys Four. Yeah, which, as we both said, should be Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, um, and King Richard. I don't know what it is. That'd be cool. Um, anything else about? Oh, his life? was Suicide Squad not on that list? No, because I don't know if he's. Actually oh, maybe he's not coming back then. I thought he was. Maybe it's not confirmed. Oh. Yeah. Um. So sorry, just overarching all of this. I know that Josh here said I expect to hear a lot about Scientology. Yeah, so I I'm was, about to I'm about to debunk this shit. I was adamant he was a Scientologist. Um, he's not a Scientologist. Uh, he is a Baptist. He's denied rumours claiming him as a member of the Church of Scientology. However, he speaks favourably of Scientology, saying that he likes the concepts, thinks they're... Um, the ideas that they have are brilliant and revolutionary and non-religious, which he likes, cons- despite being... Baptist. So, who it knows? Depends, it depends how hard he's practicing as well, doesn't it? Really. Maybe, maybe he just wants to be in Tom Cruise's good books. <laughs> the thing is, he's one of these, the powerful members of Hollywood, essentially, isn't he? So yeah. it's not surprising that he's involved in it. Mind you, you've got John Travolta there, who's failing miserably. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else is There's the uh, Masterson brothers. One from Frank, uh, from Mother Middle, and uh, that seventy show, the two brothers from there. Really, they're Scientologists. Are yeah. they? Um, Donna from that seventy show is also a Scientologist. Yeah, Scientology took over the place like a song. Mm. So hopefully, we'll get um, someone soon who is a practicing Scientologist because then I can learn a little bit more about what Scientology is and have a conversation yeah. about that, and then we can get shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that brings us to the end of this. End of Will Smith. The end of Will well, Smith. Of Will, oh, well, not the end of Will Smith. <laughs> he's only fifty-two. Um, the f- fifty-two. He started acting. Nineteen eighty-nine. He's only had like thirty-three film credits. Yeah, crazy. Um, isn't he's it? still you know multi-multi millionaire. 
Cool. So yeah, that's going to bring, bring us to the end of another episode. So um, we will be doing the guests at the end. So do stick around. But before that, I'd just like to say thank you for listening to another episode from us. Making it through this awful sounding voice from me. Thankfully, Josh was doing the report, so I didn't have to talk as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's we want we want more talk. We want more discussion. Do you like how we've sorted this out? Do we miss any films? Are there films we should have talked about more? I'm sure there'll probably be discussion like, why well, do you not talk more about? Ali or anything like that so do yeah. let us know let us know if there's anyone you want us to review or any upcoming films just keep us involved check us out on our socials so that's at onbwpod that's on Facebook Twitter and Instagram our Instagram is dead mm-hmm. and our Facebook and Twitter oh, uh, our Facebook and Twitter are, are definitely where, that's where we do stuff more. gets posted yeah um, if you want to get uh, <laughs> If you want to talk to Josh, if you want to catch him, you can catch him on his socials. Uh, JoshuaJX3. Or you can get me on who underscore tin. So yes, thank you for this listening again. We'll uh, now do the guess who for next week's... I thought you were about to say their name there. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been, been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, guess who. So, any clues, any sugar crumb morsels you want to drop? There's some... It's quite hard to put any sugar crumb morsels in for this one because they seem to have lots of films but just you know they're all they're all quite similar um, <laughs> oh are they well not sorry not quite they're all quite there's there's one particular character that stands <laughs> through them all um, and none of them really lend themselves to any puns it's you know it's Look, you don't have to be a detective to work this person out. You oh. don't have to be a Sherlock Holmes to work right. it out. You can, you you can get to the end. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're right. This is very hard. This is really hard. This is really hard. I mean, you may not think it's as hard, but you can be the judge of that, guys, when we get to the end. Um, <laughs> God, this is this is terrible. I'm, tr- I'm meant to be doing it. I'm meant to be taking charge. It's meant to be my homecoming to this. To yeah. actually take control. To be fair, you, you're doing a very good job being like a soloist on this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's so it's, hard. It but is, any any of the proper ones are gonna like give it away instantly. Yeah, it will do. And I mean, like that's. The I don't even like. I don't. I and honestly, I don't know much about this guy. So don't even know his zodiac sign. Like it's no. nothing. Um, interesting enough, he did come on his due date. <laughs> so it's the same as what it should have been. Um, this has been a chore. This has been a chore, guys. So I do apologise if you yeah. can't work it out. Do do guess. Do let us know if you've worked mm. out who it was. We will probably drop. Um, do a little guessing. <laughs> that was horrendous. That was horrendous, but I liked it. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Um, so thank you. I've been Josh. I've been Josh, and we've been Josh. And that's how you end the fucking podcast when you do it right. (laughs)